Hello world! Pleasure to be joining you guys again. It's just Alex here this time. Ryan unfortunately isn't here. We have to take a bit of a detour for this week. We have been getting some negative reviews. People on iTunes have been commenting that they think we're not mentally fit. science and cognitive emotions into what we've been doing. So without further ado, we have Dr. Ben here, who's kind enough to join us. Hey, Dr. Ben. Alex, how's it going, buddy? Good to see you. <laughs> Thank you. You don't have to talk to me like I'm five years old. <laughs> uh, you know, I uh, just, just f first podcast, just didn't know what to say at first. So just, just talk. All right, that's fair. <laughs> okay, I'm going to open up the episode then, just to make it a little less cringeworthy. What we're going to need to do is just find out what Ryan and I are doing wrong from a very uh, professional standpoint. So I'm just going to jump right into how I would normally do the episode, and then I'll be asking for your feedback, if that's okay with you. Cool, let's do it. Okay. Guys, this episode is brought to you by Geek. I like geeks who go to see therapists because... You need to. I think it's something that is underrated in society that people are only now starting to realize that it's not just for depressed housewives or old or very sick people. I think it could be from a wider group. You know, it, it's really been it's really been stigmatized, and up until I w was basically fo basically forced myself into seeing a therapist, getting help. Mm -hmm. I really was I really was caught with that stigma myself because I was always I was always under the impression, yeah, it's it's just for those like anyone who sees a therapist is a whack job. Like <laughs> we wouldn't want that around here. No, but but the truth is. Most of the people that are seeing therapists aren't whack jobs. They're just people who might be a little misunderstood. But what about for the whack jobs? They see therapists too. Well, you know, <laughs> that's why therapists get paid big money. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I don't know. I just always thought... Um, that's, what what, that's what makes our job interesting. You break your leg, you break your elbow, but... You, you have a broken head. It makes men feel almost cowardly and like they failed as not being masculine enough that they need to seek help for a broken head. It, there's something about it that really scares people off and it's preventing people from finding that much needed attention. Yeah, well, you know, that it's, it's interesting that you mention uh, about males because I found that, that women are, much, are often much more receptive to receiving, receiving help and reaching out for help, but... The, men have stigmatized themselves into this hyper macho mentality that y even I've even I've uh, fallen victim to. You know, I grew up playing baseball and all that, and it was always a competition. I I never wanted to be slighted or seen as as uh, worse off than anyone. But you know, I almost ran myself into the ground before uh, but before I decided to finally uh, seek help. And, and I feel like that's the case with a lot of men because. Because I've I've actually had a few buddies reach out to me that um, 
after you know I got into the whole uh, realm of therapy and, and, and psychology, they actually said that um, my experience actually helped them out, and that was actually that actually made me feel really good. You know that uh, even that I, I didn't think that was you could really have that impact on someone, and you know it, it made me want it made, it made me want to dive further into you know the real issues and how to how to maybe uh, how to maybe help the misunderstood be it. Be a little more understood. <laughs> well, no shortage of misunderstanding here, Doc. I think people always misinterpret what Ryan and I say, but we don't exactly act overly masculine. So I don't think that we're not seeking help because of a masculinity thing. We just have that old school knowledge that your family did something wrong if you have to consult with someone on your mind. But in today's society, the fact that anyone would be able to go through life without ever having to see a therapist actually sounds quite absurd on the contrary. that I think it's probably something everyone should do at least from one time to every, every week until they feel satisfied, whether that be six months, five years, or the rest of their life if they have to speak to someone. I think it could stop people from harming others, or even killing themselves. I, oh, I think the mass shootings would go down astronomically. Isn't that terrible? Astronomically, man. It's terrible what happened It's Walmart. crazy. Two, two, there was another one last night. Two, yes, two this weekend. Oh, man. What are we going to do? Like, they say mental health is a solution, but me mental health, how can you pick... Who is going to be the next school shooter and who the hell? How the hell do we know? The fact is, you really don't. You really don't know until it happens. But the only thing that we can really do is uh, maybe maybe change the way that maybe change the way men think about masculinity. You know, guys like guys like yes. you and I, we we know we're a little different, and you know, we we we've learned to embrace that. Like, I'm I'm only really I only really became better friends with you when I realized just just how out there you were and it, I, I really you know uh, I think m maybe if, if we decided that uh, seeking out help actually shows balls on your on actually show, shows that you have balls for reaching out and you know that the, that that's that's manly that's masculine to, uh, to actually have courage that a lot of other dudes don't I thought people who are out there and different, like a Kanye West or a Lil Uzi Vert, I thought they're more likely to be successful and not just be someone who's like an everybody's guy who just ends up working for some finance firm and then just makes a solid wage and then grows up to have a summer home and a nice wife, a lovely family, kids who play sports. That seems like a very ordinary mice, like I think of mice in a experiment where you just like have lab them, rats lab rats running through the motions doing everything that society told them to do well the only people who are going to bring about artwork innovation and new science is someone who is courage to to think something differently from what society tells them is cool or important or even right how is being different bad in any way, shape, or form? I think it's the only way to be if you're trying to do something. I think it scares people. I, I it does. I think that it, it's discouraged because it scares, it scares people. a lot of people. I think 
I, th- I think that's one of the main reasons why Kanye West has become a pariah in today's media. I was going to bring up Kanye. We talk about him so often on the show that, well, it's really the support for Trump, why he's a pariah, but it's him he's having a- the courage to say exactly how he feels. And that involves being being a supporter of a racist president. Look, look, That's look. how he feels, whatever. But he has courage to say whatever is deep on his mind. Depression, politics, his life, suicide, his mommy. Alex, can we backtrack for a second? Yeah, so, sorry. Even, I get worked up. Even, no, I, I, I get that. I get worked up over this too. You know, pe- people forget, ever since you know Kanye West announced his support for Trump, ever since Kanye West announced his support for Trump, that that's the moment where people where people were able to justify it being okay making him a, a pariah. But if you really go back for a few years now, people have been uh, you know, well. That was because of Taylor Swift. It's really it's really been he made himself hated by white people because of Taylor Swift. Yeah, so I I think this this President Trump stuff is really just an excuse for for whoever is on that side to call him mentally unstable. Yeah. And so I, I think he's a victim of circumstance, honestly. Mm. I, I think that, you know, if, if we continue to put people like Kanye West and p- creative minds like that in a box, you're, you're going to start missing out on all that great, interesting music you hear. And, and it, as you said, you're just going to find guys who get, you know, go get their degree, go into some finance job they really don't like, work crazy hours. Yeah. You know... And the the lifestyle you described isn't isn't bad. I wouldn't mind having that myself. But <laughs> but I mean, if everyone was like that, then what what's the point? What's the point of being you if you're just the same as someone else? I'm a student of research and development. I study at my job as a consultant how to test out different variables, how to try something new in every experiment, so that you can make something that is new and Innovative. If you're lucky, it'll be better. It won't always be better. New, a lot of times, is not better. But if the stars align and you actually have a plan that works, then you can bring about change. And that's how you start to leave your footprint on this world, this society, that is craving for something new and better. And anytime someone submisses and just blindly follows someone preaching or speaking... We don't do that. We're here to educate that you need to be open-minded, not closed-minded to someone, whether it's their illness or their strength. You have Trump's strength is seen as his illness to people. And you, the, the fact of how he got elected and his brilliance in getting elected and marketing oh, br- and no, mass appeal. Re- regardless of how you feel stre- about him. His strength is seen as the weakness because it's not for the policy that his enemies looking for regardless of how you see him he, tr- tremendous campaigner tremendous that's true. Ca- I that's true well t- to be honest regardless of support for the guy the, the campaign he ran was something so totally out there and, and new yeah, and un- unexpected it was. Un- unexpected man you know I just as someone who who's interested in like advertising and campaigning, you even even you could even get le- you can even draw lessons from that. Mm-hmm. And you know, I th- I think if 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 people want to 
people talk about wanting to beat President Trump, they're only going to do it if they do it if they beat him at his own game and come up with. And if you keep putting people in boxes, you're never going to find someone that beats him, because you're running the same cookie cutter people out there. Just people don't want that. It doesn't excite people. Politics is fucking boring. Trump is the only one who makes it decently exciting. I don't even like the guy, but he entertains me. <laughs> He's a clown. He should be in a comedy club. Real talk. I always thought he was just doing this to get Trump Network. I always thought he wanted a TV. He was. Michael Moore's theory is that it was all joke and an advertising ploy gone wrong. He was too good at it. He was, too, he was good. too good at it. He was. It was originally supposed to boost him to get a higher contract for The Apprentice until he started winning. <laughs> he was too good for his own good. We don't want to obsess over Trump. We've been accused, Ryan and I, in previous episodes of being on Trump's cock and just cradling his balls. And that's really not what we're about. Yeah, I'm, fuck politics. Wow, doctor. <laughs> I'm a liberal. And I... I don't think I was old enough to even vote for Obama, but I support Obama. I was raised in a Democrat household, but I'm also a New Yorker, and I like I've liked Trump for years. So just because Trump runs and he says some stuff that like people who are really supportive of like the Mexican immigration rights and stuff, because people didn't like that and went against the liberal agenda, and because of his bedside manners and because he's kind of like a predator and just like a rude, mean guy. And that screwed people over. Degenerate. Just, Degenerate. <laughs> just for those small facets, people think you're a bad person if you like this man, this this businessman, fake, uh, pseudo conservative, master Trump. manipulator. His he comes from a German and Scottish backgrounds. He lied to his grandpa lied to say he was Swedish so that they would get better deals in business and the name was actually Drumpf. It wasn't Trump, it was Drumpf. And somewhere in the gene line they changed it when they came to America. Which I find is hilarious. But it's neither here nor there. We're not here to jerk off Trump. No. Especially since the, if Andrew Yang was the Democrat candidate, I would vote for a Yang in a heartbeat. He's a million times better and smarter than Trump. So there, just because I could appreciate a current president also an innovator. Also an innovator. And Yang, outside or, of the Yang box. or Trump? Yang. Yeah. Exactly. Well, he's, kind of, he's copying a lot of things Trump did to get so much populist support. But it's fine. And you know, that 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 that, that, that whole people getting nuts about who you support, that, that's another thing that grinds my gears. Did you hear about that? I don't know. I don't know was he Indian? That, 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 that guy who was wearing that, that red hat that got... Yeah, he got beat up in the city. Nuts. Well, you could see that coming. You saw his face. That looked exactly like someone who walked through Harlem wearing a MAGA hat. But why are we Why are we punching each other about who we support? I, I don't give a sh I don't. I don't care who you support. You don't care who I support. That's why we're friends. It's become a race war thing. People. You think people are looking at th that racial divide? I think. People in the minority groups really feel some hate. In the ghettoy communities, they definitely get angry at this, and they blame all the white. They blame the Jews. There's a group now called the Black Hebrew Israel. Oh, there's such jokes. 
they're a terrorist organization like the KKK, only against Christians and Jews. They have their own religion, and it's really strange. It's and so weird. They saw me and my brother down the street the other day, and they have robes where they look like black Klansmen's. And they looked really angry to see me and my brother. And like they wanted Did they to know you were Jewish? Arm. When they see white people who look kind of Jewish, it's it was not happy. What's your um, psychotherapy diagnosis on people like that? Why do they do that? Just detached. I I th- I think pe- people like that they're you know when 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 people join groups like 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 they do like groups you, I can't even call would you call it a cult I'd call it a cult sure it, it, it's it's the cult mentality yeah. a lot of those kind of people that may may or may have grown up with few fewer no friends you know they they wanted they wanted someone to lead them someone to lead them and it didn't really matter who. And you know, whatever it is they believe in, they were able to come, come together on it, and and I, I guess that manifested. But I, I think people like that, they they come from a place of rejection, want, wanting to feel uh, validated. It it's a lot of complicated psychology going going on there. I we got the the, the those people. I, I think the key is rejection and detachment. The doctor, who would do this to them? Who, who would do what? Why would someone ever make them feel rejected or detached? Well, that, that that's something that comes down to like goes goes back to childhood, really. Like, go go. Are you talking about what brought them there? Yeah, I don't think we can zero in on I mean, how, how they got sickened or what the causes are. That's not important because people will be abused, beaten, or mentally misled their entire lives. The thing is that with this president in office, more of these hate groups are spiking up. And in studies, they've increased by about 30% hate groups with this president in office. And he's tapped into a culture of hate. My biggest fear is that it'll happen on a global scale. And starting with this president, it could be the next. What if someone he stays in and then a Republican comes in after him who's even worse? That's a society of hate. Who will save us then? Well, I mean, I I might be a glass a glass half full type person. I guess I, I, I in, in my place of work... I, I work in a relatively diverse place. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna divulge where for, for privacy purposes. Smart. But, you know, I, I come across all different kinds of people, and you're a very accepting individual. One of the most I know. The real, the real factor is, no one asks about political leanings. You know, there are black people, white people. Well, they could see their color. Well, you know, people say they're colorblind, but that's bullshit. But the 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 the, the fact that right that that that's bullshit. But you know it goes back to the whole just just talking to people, just talking to people as regular people, just strip, strip, we, we've, stripping. We've lost a, touch with who we are, and the smartphones don't help. Yeah, pe- people care about what what's on this screen, how many likes they get. It's it's Obsessed. it's ridiculous, man. <laughs> it's foolish. 
Well, that that also it's controlling people's lives. It all manifests from the same thing. What? Rejection and wanting and wanting to be wanting to be loved, wanting to be loved. Oh, that's why. That makes sense. You don't. You, Every movie, the the ending when they need to think of an ending to encompass everything, it's love. Love is the ending to any movie, Disney, or drama that you've seen that ends in like totally unrealistic endings. Totally unrealistic. It just has to do with love at the end, usually. Yeah, you know, everyone wants to feel loved, but <laughs> are they really? At the end of the day, it's just. At the end of the day, that's it. It's just a button on a screen. How much of those people really like you? It's <laughs> it's one button in a screen. Okay, I'm one, gonna I'm gonna like your pick. Just keep going. Cut. No, we don't cut. Alex, just keep going. Oh, uh, I'm gonna like your picture right now. Okay. Do you feel Do you feel loved? <laughs> yeah, I would actually. <laughs> no, but seriously. You know, the, yeah, no, like, if you randomly like my picture, if I uploaded, like, a picture and uh, everyone was like, yeah, no, I wouldn't. But if you randomly like my picture right now, yeah, I would feel loved. If, like, I saw you like a few of mine. I knew you were coming from a good place and you weren't liking it because you were looking through my album with a bunch of people and fucking with me. <laughs> <laughs> I would feel loved if you did that, honestly. But it's because I know you. Yeah. If it's a stranger, no, you don't feel loved. Yeah, but all these influencers and things like that—that's fake. Oh, it's not the—it's <laughs> not the real world. Well, that's why it's important to actually have real friends. What were you saying to me before that all the guys you knew from high school ended up being fake or goners? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, that happens to so many people. It's happened to me. It's happened to more than half the people I know. I think a lot of people have trouble really realizing. Is it a new trend? I mean, I don't think human psychology has changed much. It has. It's probably always been that way, but we're just bigger brain mammals. People are more, yeah. People are more aware. Fuck. What What makes us different from the dog or the cat or the rat? Well, we're more like mouses than like dogs or cats, evolutionarily speaking. You've studied that in Freud and shit in all of your schooling, so yeah, you know better. Yeah, I mean, we really detached ourselves from, you know, our, our, our primal uh, instincts. Our primal instincts. Nature. And it's not good to fuck with nature. Because then you'll get stuff fucked by, you'll get stuff fucked by nature. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Don't fuck with nature, you'll get fucked by it. Oh, absolutely. And you won't, you won't enjoy it. You won't, you won't enjoy that either. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's why we've gotten and spoken to the caller daddy girl so much. Because we were fucking with nature. We were going against the current. They, they had a podcast. They, tap, they tapped into... So, they were brilliant. The way they, they were. That, what people, a brilliant concept. People have said that about them. And but what I initially in a twisted them. way. In a, in, a, in a very twisted, maniacal way. <laughs> What exactly do you mean? I don't know. I mean, that so, some of the shit they says, say is actually pretty entertaining. But 
But I don't know. There, a lot of it is very, very commercialized, and you know, they're a product. Oh, uh, oh, they're they're, they're what they 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 sell merch. Why are they there? Well, I think they were copying Logan Paul, but I'm not sure. Logan, they'll never touch Logan Paul. No, they were copying his thing. They're trying to be a podcast, but he is a YouTube. They'll never get to his level, but uh, that's besides the point. Anyway, um, irregardless, irregardless of that, uh, irregardless of that, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm probably not gonna get a chick's Uber to the to the bar that I'm going to. You, you heard that one, right? Yeah. What, what do you think of that? I mentioned that in our podcast. So, <laughs> if you just add up, if you have to go on three dates per week, that's what I came to the conclusion. If I want to just fuck regularly and be able to maybe get, get a girlfriend eventually. Three dates per week, at least. It's going to be with different girls. Of course. <laughs> and that, that could go on for six months of just fucking da- longer even. It's a cycle it's a- because... Like what are relationships these days? Like I gave up on the, doing the bars and the dating thing, but if I did that for six months, I could have easily gone out with like that would be a hundred eighty times. No, twenty five times three, seventy five dates. And how much money would you be down? Months. Okay, but I, by l- just following the caller daddy playbook, following the caller daddy playbook, Uber and. That's just drink, start. Dr- That's just the start. And then drinks, and I, I've done this. Of course, an entree. Drinks, an entree. There's got to app- be more. There's got to be more. Appetizers. <laughs> and then the Uber home, I think. After the tip, you have to tip the oh, Of course. <laughs> you have to do it, though. Not her. You do. Does she pay anything? No. She Wait. Pay. She doesn't pay do they, what the, Do they pay anything, according to the playbook? I don't think they pay anything ever. Okay. <laughs> Man. It's a racket. It's a racket. They're trying to go for people to be doing this like in the entire city. There's not that much money to go around. If, okay, so if, if you're doing all that, that's going to be $100 minimum a night. So that's going to be 300 for the week. Imagine the cities are doing, doing all that. Imagine, 300 a week times. Imagine how the economy would thrive if... if 24, because it's six months. 24 uh, weeks, $300. Factor in a leap week. How much is that? Six thousand, something like that. Okay, a shit, a shit, lo- a shit ton of money. Six thousand dollars for. All right, I could probably budge that, but that—that's like the—that that would be the only money I have in the world. I'd have to take out my IRA. Could you? Could you fill up your car tank? I don't have a car. I can't. A, I can't afford it. If you had a car, would you? Wouldn't be able to fill up your tank, right? Yeah. Why? Well, not with all, because uh, you, you know you, you get you get to clap those cheeks, but <laughs> what else? Yo, my B. <laughs> this is gonna tap into something we'll talk about later, uh, meme culture. But wow, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to get into that it. yet. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Let's just continue on then. Okay. I saw, <laughs> guys. They were saying 
Alex fucked, uh, you would like this one, Ben. A public figure who's <laughs> on, on the Mets. New York Mets, baby. So, so His name's David. That night, I don't know if it's David Wright. She's dating a Met player, my brother told me. I'm not sure. If, I know who I think she was, dated. Oh, really? Are we keeping names off of here? or You can say their name. Oh, no, Noah Syndergaard. Oh, okay. He was in my phone as David. <laughs> Damn. Is he good? Pretty good pitcher. That's actually... Is, how... he, the, is he the starter? Well, I mean, there are five starters. Cool, cool. But he's one of them. He, that's a, oh, that's actually how I oh. first found out about her. That's how, <laughs> actually how That's I, how you found out. I, about I knew her. I knew her as uh, I know her as. Uh, that's so funny that I brought up this topic with you then. Oh, I I, I knew her as Noah Syndergaard's girlfriend, <laughs> ex girlfriend. Noah Syndergaard. Yep. That, 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 that's the only reason why I knew Alex Cooper. <laughs> Yo. I don't know how she looked. Noah Syndergaard. No. I know those stories. I don't think she does anymore. I don't. She used to. Yeah. I know those stories. Should have drove him crazy. Okay. As a baseball fan, I'm kind of glad they're separated now. Wow. So I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure if you know this one. Then one night she gets intel that Syndergaard's at a club. She oh, goes. How dare and... he? How dare he? <laughs> she goes and she sees. Looking out for him, she just went to see him. Right. And then he's there <laughs> He's there with ten mains. Ten main hoes. That, that's, that's a whole starting lineup right there. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex is creeping around. She follows him to the bathroom. All the way into the BR. He says, Alex, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> she waited at the end of the night. Is this a night. real story? 100%. She told the story in her last podcast. Holy shit. She waits outside, and he's looking at her. Then he, wh- he whispers to the guy next to her not to go near him. Because there's ten girls there, and he doesn't want her to be, be around. And she's, makes sense. Makes sense. She, yeah, I she, mean, it doesn't make much she's sense. Just, she's just feeding for this New York Met. She wants him to strike her pussy out. Very therapeutic of you. Well, you know, I, f- I feel like this is. A, I feel like we, we've gotten pretty comfortable here. <laughs> These girls are not giving what I would call sound level headed advice. They're jokers, like us. The, They're trying to diagnose people. But the thing is, they don't present. The, they don't present themselves as jokers. They well, present well, themselves as therapists. They present themselves self help self-help gurus. Oh yeah, they're um, what exactly are they helping people? They're like do? Dr. Ruth, of the '80s, sexual advice for horny teenagers. So weird. Yeah, it. it We're trying to talk about philosophy and science. We, we we talk about every philosophy, science, sports. We try to avoid politics. We haven't talked about sports much, just Ryan and I. But I'd definitely be down to get into some teams. I mean, if you have, if you have more dirt on the Syndergaard thing. Uh, um, I thought it was kind of hypocritical that she's out there fiending. She's allowing herself to get rejected while he's there with ten, literally ten different hoes who you would rather talk to than her because they're there getting drinks for him. And they were dating at the time. She like went up to the bar with him and he's like, drinks? And she knew, she knew he wasn't with it because 
he said like you could get a drink you could you could stand there come chill and she just had to be there just literally obs obsessing over this guy just because he has the arm of a titan and now and now, and now she has the entire united states uh girls 30 20 to 30 listening her. yeah that's what i'm saying not bad not bad it's well done well done <laughs> <laughs> That's honest. It, it is. You're, but, you're coming from an honest place. Some but, people but, don't see it that way. But I'll, maybe I'll circle back to the uh, to the psychological um, aspect of this. Uh, okay. That's got to be where it stemmed from. It, How so? Well, I mean, I mean, she dated a. Major League Baseball player, right? Think, think about, think about the follows and the attention and the fame, and, and the sex appeal he had, right? Oh. Uh, she, what does she have out of those things? Se sex appeal? Yes. Uh, other attention, fame, all of it. But not as much as not as much as he did. Maybe he seems to be more down to earth. To be honest, low key, low key. He went over and he made his boy tell her to just back away, please. Very polite. I, I believe there's some sort of inferiority complex there. Between the AL? No, yeah. no, not, 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 not sports. Not, no, Alex. Oh, I thought you were talking about the American League. Okay, yeah, between... This whole thing, and she wrote poor Sophia in, who's just her roommate, just her poor roommate, who... Uh, who got so, um, <laughs> so sad, tragic, right? Yes. So it's it's got to be from some sort of inferiority complex that maybe goes back to her her, her younger her younger years because it, it, because it takes a, it takes a certain type of type of mind and personality to uh, to to talk. To talk so openly about that, which you know, it, it it's interesting. So it to talk so openly about a topic that's so taboo. Yeah. In today's society, it's taboo for sure. But it, I still find it interesting because there's because you know listening to this podcast, it, it's sort of. Well, I, I don't necessarily. I haven't necessarily worked in the in that specific field, but it, it gave me a little insight into the fact that girls are just as horny as guys are for the, for the most part. For the most part, and yeah, <laughs> from what I've seen and from the people I've spoken to, women are far more likely to put a wall up in front of their um, their sexuality yeah. than than guys are. I mean, if 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 we're, we're we're pretty open guys like are, like women are more closed off because yeah they need to feel comfort yeah but but why at the end of the day they're just denying themselves because if the premise exists that they want it as bad as we do then they need to feel protected guys could stick their dicks in a can it's so different in that way yeah but then it's, why is it harder for guys to get it? Because women can get with a lot of different guys. I thought they, they I thought you just it. I thought you just said that 
they can have preference. Yeah, so... They can have... They, women can choose to sleep with a small percentage of the few men, and then they can reject... So far more the, often, they the have the choice, 80%. right? Far more often, they have the choice, you think, right? Mm-hmm. Bingo. Bingo. So it... that That's the real interesting thing, that... Because, like... I don't know, the, the podcast would make you think that there are all these sexual savages out there, but but in, interpersonally and individually, they would try to con, convince, it would seem otherwise. And <laughs> Yeah, I guess you're right. So, seem otherwise. I wonder what their endgame is. <laughs> Avengers. I still haven't seen that movie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. Okay. Their end game is to make a statement. And a profit. Yes. They're marketers. Oh, of course. And but they're also they're business people and they have visions. Do you think they'd make half the money they did if uh, they weren't as attractive as they were? Uh, no. <laughs> but they're committed damn well. What they're, if there was a less attractive person more committed than them? They're bad bitches. They, That's how they get shit done. I'm, I'm not gonna. And I'm not even I'm, a feminist like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, you, we, we we tell it pretty straight, but like. I'm a straight shooter. Yeah, and that, that that's again why why we get along. Uh, Thank you. I, as 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 a psychologist, I value uh, I value the the ability to to like speak your mind because. Cool. I think. I, th- I think today's society encourages people to hide behind something. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it be clothes, phone, likes, social media, what, whatever, whatever, whatever it could possibly be to get yourself away from reality, that's what people hide behind. Have people been doing that since the beginning of time, or is this a new phenomenon? I mean, I feel like human nature doesn't ch- doesn't change all that much, so it probably has been going on. For... Things never change. But it, it's probably never. just it's, it's. I think it's just magnified today. People. It is. People realize it more. Yeah, I. I'm a fan of. The comforts we have, medicine. I don't have to get clean water. I don't have to get a stomach worm. Be dead tomorrow. No one's gonna put yeah. a leech in you to try to. They can try and cure my cancer. Antibiotics are pretty great. Magic Johnson's still alive. There's some Cheetos in there. You would have not been able to get that fire orgasm. That mouth guy. Exactly. We live in the best time. Oh, we do. But it, w- with good times come new problems. Yeah, no, of course, of course. It's like the more things get better, the more they get complex. And then, complex. I like yeah. that word. Because a lot of... <laughs> a lot aren't real problems. They're just things that have been made Normal far things more complicated that they should be. Bad yes, yeah. that's why I love Normal the things. word complex. Highly complex. I would always see that getting worse as I was younger, and I realized things actually do spiral out of control. 
way out of control. And it almost takes a Fibonacci like spiral until you get way into. You get way too deep. Way too deep. That's talking about mathematics and geometry. Which, if you've seen Eric Weinstein's work, you would Eric, you would know more about his formulas. It explains a lot of social systems. Yeah, you know, I'm. That I was game theory. It's I, just I was never that great at math, but I've always it's always interests me. Yeah, it should. I like it a lot. <laughs> I I used to not want to do my homework, so I thought I hated math, but I just zoned out in class. It was the weirdest thing. Also, could be also could be the teachers. I zoned out in a lot of classes. Math was just the one I would fuck up and would need a tutor for. But if you and a, I ended up liking math. If you had a good teacher, end. would you have zoned out? Oh, no. If it, <laughs> but there was like one in ten of someone who was good enough to make me not want to zone out of math. It was like kind of like that. But again, you know maybe, what I'm saying? There's some like miracle workers, like some Mr. Rogers. Someone who was, understands. <laughs> and misunderstood people like us. <laughs> We're innovators, so misunderstanding is just a label. I yeah, I mean, like who's misunderstood you? Give you, give yourself the. Most of my friends have. Uh, nah. All of them? No, nah, not all of them, but. Okay. I've, I've, I personally have always sort of felt that I was. Uh, you know, out of the, the I, cast. An anti-social social, um, an, an introverted extrovert. That's what my ex Madison called herself. She called her. She's so also a psychologist. Th thrives in groups, but doesn't enjoy it. <laughs> Is that what? That sounds kind of depressing. Honestly. Well, as maybe not doesn't enjoy, thrives in groups, but would rather be in a smaller setting. <laughs> Does that sound at all like what? Does that remind you at all of Madison? Yeah. It's cool though. <laughs> no, I, I I wasn't I wasn't trying to drum up old memories. I was just trying to make a psychological comparison. It does. Yeah. She has a similar major, and I think people that go into that major could have similar perspectives, really. similar instances to give themselves that point of view. Yeah. She'd be a real. She sounds like an interesting person to analyze. Although I'll never get to do that. I already did, bro. <laughs> Head to toe. Head to toe, baby. <laughs> That's how you do it. You ever talk to your ex anymore? No. <laughs> no. Not at all. I think. I think she blocked me on things. Wow. But it, th that's no. It's for the better. Probably. I have no idea what she's up to, and I—it's probably for the better. You know, <laughs> excellent. Back, back when there was less social media and all this stuff, you know, when relationships were over, for the most part, you moved on. Mm. You went to the next person just because you physically couldn't know, like, like, there, that you didn't have the means to know what that person was doing. Yeah. So that you couldn't get jealous because you just wouldn't didn't have any idea, wouldn't have came to you. So. Now it's almost it's almost as if I'm back in that time. I don't see any pictures of her getting or not getting drunk at bars, <laughs> hooking or not hooking up with guys. I, um, I don't know. I don't know, and I don't care. Okay. So honestly, that that's for the better. You know, it it hurt for it hurt for a few months, but once 
it's an instant, really. Once that instant came where I got over it, yeah, everything felt better. Good. H- have you gotten there yet? With uh, no. How long has it been? Uh, five or six months. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, you you gotta feel feel better now than you did in month one. One million percent. Exactly. I'm feeling a lot more stabilized, and things have been chill. I have, I have, That's all I, I, need. I have a piece of advice for you. Sure. Lose your social media. <laughs> it's really going to be the downfall of everything, isn't it? I don't think it's... No, no, I'm, listen, listen, Alex. I'm not trying to bash social media okay. or be this old geezer. Right. Just saying in this sense, Okay. having no idea what she's up to does wonders for your head. Oh, I blocked her. I thought you were talking about all social media. Oh, no, no, no. I, no. Not at all, sir. Thank you. Not at all. Thanks, man. I'm going to move on to this new topic. Okay. I'd like to discuss the moral, social, and or political uh, implications of the immigrant detention facilities and comparing them to the Holocaust and assessing how much damage they actually do on the societal toll. It's a loaded topic, but let's go for it. That's what I'm saying, yeah. So, are you going to start or should I? Uh, how about you start it? Okay. Michael Pence took a um, trip campaign to uh, one of the facilities. I think it was on the border of Texas, or it could be Cali. Not sure. And Texas he, or Cali? <laughs> he was reviewing um, two of the facilities. One facility said not so bad. One facility had people sleeping on concrete floors, shitting and pissing everywhere throughout halls. It was ugly, dude. Inhuman. Very inhumane. And he turned his head. He looked away and he mentioned some Bible speeches later about how he, he would be righteous. For First of all, not a fan of Jesus Freaks. <laughs> really in any sense but go on <laughs> and people had no place to shit and there was just one little open toilet that was in front of everyone people were so ashamed they couldn't shit and were holding it one kid stopped eating so we wouldn't have to take a shit it's a kid, so he couldn't go in there it makes me sick to my stomach to think that on the other side, oddly enough, it's being compared to the Holocaust by AOC, AO Cortez. Oh, yeah. And she compared it to the Holocaust, and the Holocaust facility, the DC one, vehemently denied it, and some conservative um, scholars put out a social media campaign showing the Holocaust survivors, fewer left. Shouting out AOC saying she was wrong for comparing it to the Holocaust where people got gassed and the, the systematic uh, destruction Destroyed, of millions. Six million Jews killed. Extermination and calculated of all the Jews in Eastern Europe. That's what happened. And well, they're trying to compare it to that. So those, those are the two sides of it. Well, I feel really fucking bad for what's actually going on in the detention facilities too. I hate AOC though. Well, I, I mean. I don't you, like that girl. 
you bring up a really complicated issue. <laughs> Real, really, really complicated issue. But it is, it is. the fact is, Sorry. is that the fact is, don't apologize. Okay. The, the, the I like complicated issues. The, cool. The fact is, is that uh, ev- again, everything's politicized these days. Yeah. Everything. This is something that maybe you shouldn't politicize it. May, may you know, it's, it's disgusting to have. That's a good. Point. It's disgusting to have kids. Anyone really in this, any anyone those really in those situations, yeah. but especially children, yeah. it and you know, regardless, however you, however, irregardless of however you feel about immigration, okay, it, it's not a good look on the global scale to uh, have people make out a habit in, of in one, having people in one of the most innovative countries in, to have people. Yeah. Is Trump doing that to just stick to his word? Is that what would that have happened anyway? These facilities, or is it? The entire ones Trump opened. Like, did he open these like Nazi esque camp outposts for like, uh, det- detained immigrants? I think they're trying to pass a law where you can't uh, detain them, and it's only a civil offense, not criminal, which would make it much better for illegal immigration. If they did that, that that would end all this, I believe. Trump Trumpies don't like that. It's I weird. Th- I think that. I think that people have just lost sight of. Uh, the, the, humanity. The, the tragedy of humanity. kids of human. Yes, I mean, I, I don't think that comparison to the Holocaust was necessary. I, I, yes, I don't no. think it was necessary. I think if people, if 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 people really wanted to get serious and talk about what was going on, they we we could find solutions and stop this relatively quickly before before you know more more kids are subject to this, but. I don't know what comparing it to the Holocaust does. I I don't know how that, if that helps. I just uh, yeah. It it but still taking it doesn't help. But it doesn't help. It doesn't. But the other side. It's political at it, that point. Everything. The, both sides are political, bro. Both <laughs> sides. It's it it's awful, man. Fuck, dude. Dude, listen. What are we gonna do about it? Listen. People would be Come mo- on, man. <laughs> Alex. Pe- Sorry, doctor. People would be much happier. I in my in my professional opinion. Yeah. If we left politics at the door. If we thought of things just if we thought from of things, a human standpoint, from a human standpoint. Ninety percent of people would get along. Ninety fucking percent. I you, wish. You, That'd be fucking awesome. Maybe the lunatics on the left and the lunatics on the right, on the very, through. on the very fringe. Most people aren't fringe, okay. Most people. Most people are ninety. Most people are like me and you, who are maybe a little bit apart, but not nearly as much as they think. Yeah. Not nearly as much it's as they think. Most people feel a little left okay. out one way or the other, but you would have the ten. You'd have the ten percent that. Yeah. On each, so it's and, like eight. You know, we'd, and, be the, we'd be the regular eighty percent. Yeah, and, and you know, fuck those people also, because. Wait, 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 wait. I don't fuck anyone because I I think Jesus just hasn't saved them. I don't even believe in God. I, I just think like those people. Well, let's not find... get Jesus freaky right now. I'm, let's bro, not. I, get... Bro, I believe in science. I don't believe in Jesus. I'm saying those people. <laughs> I'm Jewish, first of all, but I don't even believe. I believe in science. I don't believe in like that stuff. Yeah. I'm saying that. They... I'm, I'm Jewish too. I just I'm saying don't they... like Jesus freaks. Me too. I was kidding. I know. That they just busting your balls. Thanks, B. They haven't found 
um, a meaning of life or something, or they have to chase these ordinary, horrible, misguided goals. But it, it, it's strange because... Very. It's strange. The, the only thing they really end up chasing is some person who evidently doesn't really care much about them. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Sad. Yeah, so if people did more of this, just, just talking to each other... Podcasting? Well, podcasting... I, I, I don't know. If, I don't think a lot of people are. I don't think most people are cut out for podcasting. But if people just talk to each other. Most people aren't like us. No, and and, <laughs> and uh, okay. Yeah, I. I My bad. I don't know, man. I I just I think if we weren't in. <laughs> Dude, you have the best laugh. Ever. You have one of the funniest laughs I've ever heard. Nah, Zigor has the best, man. <laughs> no, no, me, me and Ryan actually talk about how ridiculous my no. laugh is. Oh, cool. No, other Ryan. I know. Yeah. Ryan. We actually talk about how ri- oh ridiculous God. your laugh is. People talk about it in the reviews for the show as well. It's funny. They haven't heard mine yet. I know, because you're a therapist. As, as we get further, maybe I mean, you'll hear me crack up a few more. You're human, obviously. I, I'd hope I'm human. Clever you. I'll watch out. Man, you're a therapist. If you're saying you're like fucking better than human, I'm gonna be like, this dude's gonna no, murder, dude, no. murder me in my sleep. I'm just, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> Destroy everything. Oh my god, that good, was... good, keep it, keep it. Okay. What do you think, in absolute honesty, in absolute honesty, or of the of the bagel store guy. <laughs> Wait, the bagel bus guy, the the midget guy in the video who who yells. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, the one who got yes, who got rocked. <laughs> the racist, sexist bagel store. Wait, dude. the one who like Long got Island rid- legend. What do you think about it, B? Extreme insecurity. <laughs> extreme insecurity. Extreme. Extreme insecurity. Oh, extreme. I don't know what how much further you can get than that, but he's like one of the worst got, people I've ever seen. It's a Napoleon complex. You see that in you see that in very short people. I tried to get him on the show. He wouldn't answer me. Ryan's calls. Probably his loss. <laughs> I know it would have been sick to have him on the show, right? What? How would you diagnose him? Napoleon show? complex. Napoleon. Napoleon complex. complex. Wow. But he's so much not like Napoleon. How could you use that word to describe him? It's ridiculous. Napoleon's like a leader. It has to... Napoleon complex, I think the person has to have some success. Like, this guy has a dry cleaning business, but he also lived out of his van. Since hasn't lived out of his van, from what I believe. But he's like a legit... He's a living, walking clown. I don't think Napoleon is the right word for that. But it's similar. I mean, it's definitely... He thinks he is. It's an insecurity about his height. Yeah. Which... Totally, totally. Which, you know, I can understand why someone might be insecure, but you can't do anything about it. You you can't grow. You can't work. You can't work out together. I think there's some experimental surgeries where they can make... On the show Nip Tuck that was on FX like 10 fucking years ago, they made Peter Dinklage's... They made it, they made his legs uh, expand six feet so he could fuck the Nip Tuck's wife. 
Sounds a little disturbing. They had but... to do it to make to make him tall enough to fuck the girl, the guy's ex girl. Isn't that fucking crazy? And they did, and it's like a real surgery. I think it take like years, and as long as it wasn't science fiction on the show. All right, so maybe that's what Bagel Guy needs. What? M- m- maybe Bagel Guy just needs that. But on a serious, <laughs> but, but, but on a serious, that's hilarious. But on a serious, yeah. Imagine he got that. That'd be sad. I wouldn't want anyone to go. No, it was like fucking painful. Like the way they showed it on the show, they they said for every inch you're going to have like the amount of pain of getting your leg chopped off. They literally have to gr- grind it. I mean, with maybe that could put something. Maybe that could give them some perspective. Like, that, yo, like, you know, that, that's that's like, an interest. It would teach him a lesson. Like, you know, like there are worse wow. things in the world than being You're a smart doctor. Thank you, uh, thank you. I uh, I appreciate that. But um, yeah, m- maybe uh, m- maybe if he he just needs a perspective changer to realize that hey, you know, a lot of people have it worse than me, even though I'm five foot. Huh? He could become a jockey. Huh? Those people are tiny. <laughs> Do they even have jockeys as prominently anymore? I thought it was just like dude. They run the Kentucky Derby. The Kentucky, the Kentucky Derby, isn't that? Like it still same, happens. No, isn't that the same? Like ten to thirty jockeys every year. You know how many they, horse they tracks have, there are? No, dude, there are horse races every night. It's a, everywhere. It's a billion dollar industry. Gambling. I don't think there's like more than like probably a thousand that's jockey how, jobs. That's and, how OTBs and, run because there are so many races. I don't. I don't think there's more than a thousand jockey jobs in the United States. That's just a guesstimate. I'll look it up right now. Well, his his height would make him a perfect candidate. <laughs> it would. Um, what? How me and Ryan close up the show is to roast each other. All right. So cool. It's easy. Um, do you I want have, me to roast I have pretty thick first? skin. I have pretty hey, thick skin. Go for it. It's like a psychological diagnosis. Okay. Cool. Um, Let's see, Alex. What do you think about me? <laughs> when we all first met up, me, you, and Ryan, and like, uh, I think someone else was there. Anki. When, 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 when did we first like? No, that I that, that, exact that last moment. final dinner uh, with me, you, and Ryan when you were fr- you guys were freshmen. It was in um, the Union. I don't know. I just remember you wearing a North Carolina T-shirt. Yeah. That's I all I remember yeah. about you. Thanks. You came and you were you were talking a lot, and you literally got so much better over time, which has been fucking awesome. What do you mean I was talking up? You were talking a lot, like in, in my face, just for like the first time meeting me. Oh. But you no you no I, so I don't remember. Yeah yeah yeah, it was just a UP. Oh so. I, <laughs> no, that was like my first impression. Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> this is Rose. This is what me and Ryan do. No, I, like, I was just I was just trying to remember because that was okay. that was so many lifetimes ago. So many that like I don't even I, I I need you to set the scene for me to really remember what you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, I, I got was, you. I was that that was that was <laughs> audience that, that was that was prior to me getting help. So as you can see, as you can see, as you can see, nothing's changed. As you can see. <laughs> That was not ironic. Not much has changed. <laughs> but you got it. therapy helps. It really does. It does. Yeah, if I, if I didn't get it, I uh, probably wouldn't be hanging out with you today. <laughs> I believe it. I believe, I believe it, it too. It's like It was like that for my mom too. Yeah. So, so that, 
That was my roast, though, so I don't think I have any more to say, unfortunately. I would have dug that, into that more. But that's a, dude, come on. you got to have more than that. That was weak. Oh. You got, get, get, get after me. Um, <laughs> for finding the trick to closing girls, the amount of dates you've been on, you should have had three girlfriends. Not, not, not a lie. Yeah, it's just what me and Ryan Rose. Yeah, it's like fucking hip hop. All right. <laughs> if you want, is that a good roast? Is it like too fucked? Or no, 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 dude. It's hard. It's very hard to offend me. Or it's very hard to. Offend I'll, I'll, I'll pre. I actually didn't pre-write these roasts, but I'll write. I'll write to the next time. <laughs> you, I don't even know how to read you. <laughs> Stop making me sound like I'm a fucking chameleon. Like, <laughs> I got polka dots. Dude. Uh, maybe, maybe if you spent a little less on Fortnite, you could, you could, take, a, <laughs> you could take a few more girls out. <laughs> I mean, it's a cool-ass game, don't get me wrong, but uh, that's a lot. <laughs> the, the, I said, uh, those Snapchats five, are pretty five, revealing. $500. Uh, Five hundred bucks total. Did you get what? Did you get a couple skins to impress people? <laughs> Who did you impress? <laughs> Random people. I'm trying to get street credit. <laughs> people you've never seen in real life, right? Never met. <laughs> and you and never will. A, a handful of friends I played with as well. How much is that was that? And how, a guy from work. How much did that impress them? Nah, they just <laughs> laughed at me. <laughs> 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 I think we might be ready to close up shop here. <laughs> we reached our hour mark. Yeah, it was a fun hour. Um, this has been a beautiful session. This was actually the first time I've ever been on a podcast. You did very well. Thank you. I, uh, yeah, you know, I, uh, it was really cool, and I hope to be on a few more. Yeah, brother. You win this. Destroy win everything. this game. Destroy everything. Think of the people. Illuminati. See a therapist. <laughs>